0: Yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right.
1: Absolute radio. Hello, and thank you very much indeed for downloading the podcast. On the way, we'll tell you how you can get a South Korean to put their chin in the palm of your hand, and we'll talk to a man who lives in a loft. Enjoy.
0: Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute
1: Radio Good morning, welcome to the show Some technical difficulties here at Absolute Radio So monkey, monkey, same, same, different day (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Welcome to the show as I say It's lovely having you on board My name's Dave, this is my friend Matt Hi, my name's Matt Great to meet you Hello that's Glenn. Hello, everyone. Um, so let's start, shall we, with some London Marathon love. Well done to everybody who took part. And uh, we got this from uh, Linnea and Sophia, who says, Hi, Dave and the team. We're big fans of the show. And we're hoping you could say well done and congratulations to our dad, Rob, who ran the London Marathon. And also to our mum, who is doing the monkey monkey same same next <laughs> week in Milton Keynes. <laughs> yes. uh, that's absolutely our pleasure. Well done to uh, Linnea and Sophia's mum and dad. Um, it is quite, I've kind of let myself down a little bit. We're, we're, on Sunday, when everyone was working so hard on doing the London Marathon, I was scaling mountains in the Peak District. Oh, wow. So Brilliant. I feel like I did something, some mm. activity. I'm registered at 12,897 steps, wow. 5.2 miles. Uh, that includes thirty floors or flights of stairs, but that's registered
2: going up and down. So you're in the Peak District. Which uh, mountains did you go up? Oh, just all the stuff around Chatsworth. Oh, right, I don't okay. know the names of mountains. Oh, right, yeah. um, the big ones, the big ones, the, the really ones. high
1: ones, the treacherous ones. Mm-hmm. I did the whole thing in brown slip-on. Mountains around
2: there, I think. Kinder, Kinder Scout. I did the there?
1: whole. Th- I did Kinder Scout then. Yeah, OK. just to <laughs> move the. I did Kinder <laughs> <to> <laughs> Scout. Clarify. I did Kinder Scout in brown suede slip-on Chelsea boots. Oh, oh great. <laughs> My Let. life was in danger. I That's was using branches from yeah. trees to make my way down. <laughs> oh, this is why I'm wearing these purple oh, yeah. bad boys today. <laughs> Cherry <laughs> red boys. Yeah. Um anyway, so that was that was okay. And as I say, I'm so proud of everyone who did the marathon. However, on Saturday, uh I did, and this is, I think this is an all-time low. I did three hundred and sixty-nine steps. Oh. Oh, I did wow. on
3: bank holiday Monday. I did one hundred and nine, <gasps> and that's a personal worst.
4: Wow! Just to put that into context of how bad that is, I fi- I found today when I put my watch on, which measures my steps, when I got out of the shower this morning, having walked to the shower, it just registered as fifty-two steps. So you would have maybe gone to the bathroom twice
0: in that day and that was it. I I
1: did shower three times on Saturday. (laughs) I just
0: (laughs) felt dirty by the lack of (laughs) exercise. It's horrible. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio.
1: In fact, let's get into this a little bit, shall we? Whether it be on your phone or your Fitbit, however you do your pedometering, let us know what you did over the weekend. We're looking for, of course, as it is London Marathon Weekend, we're looking for the lowest. The lowest of the low. Um... And the contrast as well, because I've got Saturday 369 slash Sunday 12,897. So I must be the most improved
2: player across the weekend, right, surely. Yeah, yeah.
1: Surely that can't be topped. Well, let us know. 8, 12, 15. Matt Dyson, do you want to get the ball rolling? What you got uh, there?
2: Saturday, uh, 5,637 steps, 4.3 kilometers. That's pretty normal, really. And then Sunday. Uh, kilometres 2,578 steps I didn't do anything yesterday Wow Drove to a pub And made some bouncy balls With my children But uh, So I don't know how I racked up 1.7 kilometres To be quite honest So Emma You've got a a pretty low one for you Which you've just
3: Yeah I think my My record low is 109 Which was last Bank holiday Monday um, yesterday I did six thousand nine hundred but 6, I was walking 000. around watching the London Marathon. Oh yes. When I did the London Marathon I did fifty six thousand <gasps> steps. Oh. And I just you used You screen it. grabbed that, haven't you? Yeah. I used it as <laughs> okay, an excuse good. for about two weeks to say, Well I've done enough. <laughs> done, enough steps yeah. done
1: enough Carry yeah. me! Yeah. Wow. Carry me,
3: Stefan, to the kitchen. <laughs> um, Glenn?
4: What you got? What you got well, going on over there? I've got uh, Saturday uh, 16,343. 8.8 wow, 8 miles. That's a lot. very good. I mean, yesterday. What did you do on Saturday? Um, I went for a I went for a very long walk. Uh, <laughs> that's what I did. That's exactly. <laughs> ask that's a that's stupid that's question. I that, like it. Yeah. I mean. But had, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> even if I hadn't told you a step count, that is how I would have described my set anyway. I mean, I mean, yesterday was uh, thirteen thousand four hundred, but I didn't meet my wow. uh, my I didn't meet my watch's requirements. Oh yeah. Because yes. it set to oh, me yeah, a, no. a tally. It wanted me to do fifteen thousand. I only did thirteen thousand, so it's brought me back to uh, a patronising. Just try and take two steps today, Glenn. Oh, uh, Such yeah. a tough taskmaster (laughs)
1: your watch, it really is. Uh, 8, 12, 15, get yours in. This reminds me, we did this once before when we were hosting the Home Time Show, Matt, Mm. and the lovely producer Amanda checked her phone and I saw live, in situ, her face just drop and that's when she realised she'd done 12. (laughs) The (laughs) Breakfast
0: Show Podcast,
1: Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's the Dave Bury Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio where we all need now listen to the life that Jordan is leading. As we talk all things pedometers. Jordan's got in touch saying I did 5,000 steps on Saturday and 21,768 on Sunday thanks to 9,000 steps I did in Fabric Nightclub. (laughs) Oh, wow. Then walked home, had four hours sleep, followed by a day out of oh. Thorpe Park with my wife and daughters. Oh, what yeah, what a Jordan, who adds in brackets, <laughs> in pieces this morning, catching the plane to work. What? What a life he leads. Jordan, my where, goodness. Where was fabric this? <laughs> <laughs> I had a spag bowl. I thought I did well. Oh, Hi, I did six thousand five hundred and eight on Saturday and then Sunday I did thirty-one thousand six hundred hiking around the Surrey Hills with my dog Max from Lee H. Wow That's
2: Very impressively. What you got there, Max? Jim Aaron on Twitter did sixty-three thousand three hundred and ninety-one when he ran the London Marathon yesterday. Twenty-seven point three miles in total for the day. Wow. That's amazing. If
1: you've ever done that kind of level of steps without wearing a vest or being wrapped in a tinfoil blanket at the end, get in touch.
0: (laughs) The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. As
1: promised, here's Matt Dyson with all you need to know social-wise.
0: Uh, yes. What's uh, going
2: on? Well, we've already talked about the marathon this morning. We should touch on it again because of the guy who was dressed up as Big Ben at oh, the marathon. Oh, and there's a great video on the finish line of him trying to get under the under the sort of metal awning that goes over the top of yeah. the finish line. And because of his size, due to his Big Ben outfit, he cannot get under there. His
1: head is about halfway up the <laughs> tower, isn't it? And then <laughs> the rest of the tower and the bell are, are another <laughs> six feet on top of his amazing, normal
2: height. Yeah, he just really struggles to. Get <laughs> Get under it, people have to come and help him because, like, imagine if he got to that point and then he thought, I'm just gonna have to take this off, otherwise, I won't get through. Mm-hmm. And then he you think You've done 26 miles wearing that thing. I can't believe that. Well, actually, I'm who
1: am I to say none of the other's runners helped him, yes? And it yeah. took the, the kind of steward so long to come to his aid. <laughs> and also, if you've just finished running a marathon and you can still deliver that kind of comedy timing deliberately, yes, you, my friend, are a hero. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, he, it was like a wasp in a car window, wasn't it? Yeah.
3: He? he was the same guy in a half marathon recently that um, got stuck in a wind tunnel by Canary Wharf and all the other runners had to help him along because he had—he was too wide and the wind was like catching him and pushing wow. him back. Same guy.
4: It's yeah. worth pointing out, he was also dressed as Big Ben.
3: Yes, he was. Well, yeah, he always think. is. Yeah, he always <laughs> is. <Yeah. laughs> Maybe it
4: was just his skin.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so he was too oh, wide, so he thought, I won't make that same mistake for the London Marathon. Yeah. I'll go narrow I'll and high. <laughs> yeah. What could possibly go wrong? Oh no! Well done to him, and again everyone else who took part in the London Marathon. Did you
2: marathon. see? I mean, on the clips of that, did you see uh, all the uh, bleeding nipples on the finish line? I told yeah. you it's like a war you zone. Did say it it's happen. like a war zone. There. <laughs> the end of a marathon—it is horrendous. <laughs> uh, no one ever talks about it because everyone's like, "Oh, it's great, isn't it great? This feeling of elation." No, it's horrendous. <laughs> <I> There's <laughs> blood everywhere. I think but it's the it? elephant in
4: the room. It's the real <laughs> it
2: elephant is, in the room. It really is. No one talks <laughs> about it. I'm trying to set the record straight. Here. Uh, elsewhere, the, you saw this Dave over the weekend. This Thomas the Tank Engine. Video, what, lovely Biggie Smalls remix thanks, of man. a Thomas the Tank Engine video. I think it's, I think it's resurfaced. I'm honoured to make the Social Ammo set. It was a couple of years ago, but it's just amazing. Right, but I'm, out of, I'm two years out of date. it's It's come back round again, so everyone's watching it again. I mean, that so often happens with these internet trends, doesn't it? But yeah, just a lovely video of that. The bit where the train flips over and sort of looks like it's crashed, but then suddenly lands back on the track. It's amazing, So it? it's effectively
1: a children's Thomas the Tank Engine set doing some really sick
2: yeah. tricks. It's, it's like a they, domino rally. Yes, and sort of with bits of slow-mo and then there's the Thomas Jenkins Kijen music uh, mashed up with some Biggie Smalls. It's a great video. <laughs> You're it's welcome. Got it, it's got it all. <laughs> and speaking <laughs> of internet trends coming back, there's a new one that's resurfaced and is back in a big way. This was started in 2018 uh, as some South Korean people did it. Hashtag I am your Valentine challenge. Uh, this is a, it's, it's come back again for some reason. Basically, you do a hand gesture and there is a set way to to respond to it and if you do it to your loved one or someone you're friends with uh, you, you video them and see what their reaction is but basically you hold out your hand like that and go like that Dave Okay. you put your thumb towards him no. <laughs> <laughs> there. That, that is not the, not the reaction I was looking for that's a all. yellow card <laughs> that's, that, that's absolutely outrageous you're supposed to nozzle your chin into my open palm at that point <laughs> 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 that's what you do okay and that's that is, yeah you, go, like, you do so, that so, when, I, so, you so th-
1: imagine I've got my chin
2: I've got to like, yeah. put my
1: chin it's just I've got to get up and walk around I,
2: I think that's it then you just go oh well there you go and then you squeeze <laughs> me a little bit yeah Then you just, but do you put your chin in my hand no it's just you, you've, it's just whether you know the reaction to the fingers and the thumbs going together in a quick motion basically that's it it's one of the worst internet trends I've ever seen to be honest but <laughs> why, not, <laughs> you
0: know,
2: why not give it a go around your water cooler at work Like. Later on, because the trending topics have now all been farmed and you can consider yourself socially armed the
0: Dave Berry breakfast show
2: podcast
3: absolute radio
2: it's the dave berry breakfast show on absolute radio where
1: As so many folks took part in the London Marathon, that's an incredible thing to do. We've dedicated part of this early section of the show to your pedometers and those of you who took incredible amounts of steps or travelled so far this weekend. Morning, guys. Four years ago, and we're allowing Pat and Abden to go back in time because this is a very impressive number. Mm -hmm. Four years ago, I did five rounds of golf for charity, which is very nice of Pat as well. And that totaled, in steps, 80,248. Wow. Now if you think that's impressive... It's more than the marathon runner. Mark in Nottingham's got in touch saying that four of us this Saturday walked from Grantham Canal from Gra- walked the Grantham Canal from Grantham to Nottingham. It took fourteen hours. Matt, Nottingham is your is your shtick. Yes. Okay. Yes, so I you're, you're aware of the aware Grantham of Canal.
2: The, I'm aware of Grantham, uh, the birthplace of Margaret Thatcher, of course. But I think
0: that's a long How many steps way. do you
2: think that is? Fourteen hours. It's good. The walk of the Grantham Canal. Well, it must be around. Uh, the uh, length of a marathon to get to Grantham, surely. So I'd say about 60,000, 70,000. 60,000, 70, Well, you're selling Mark Short. He did
1: 83,000 steps, 83, the four of them. Is that, so four. is that divided by four? Or well, well that's <laughs> what we asked. Is it a cumulative, a cumulative number? Uh, but well done, Mark. I mean, that's fantastic. Uh, so coming up next on the show, I'd like to spend 30 minutes talking about the humble loft. (laughs) I don't think (laughs) enough people discuss lofts (laughs) on the show. We want to know your stories of woe. We want to know if you have lofty ambitions. (laughs) Have you transformed that space in the house into something spectacular? Like myself, were you thrilled when your father finally passed down the routine in which you must use step by step to get the ladder down, therefore to access the loft, something he harboured as a close-kept secret (laughs) from Mum, Kate and I for many years. It's
2: a real
0: coming-of-age moment. Isn't oh, it? when, he, it, when there, there's the a stick. secret stick <laughs> with a hook on the <laughs> yeah. end. Let me just tell you that. Very breakfast your podcast. Absolute radio
1: to the loft. I think it's about time we dedicate some of the show talking about the loft. Yeah. Uh, please do bear in mind, no offence, because we will do this at another date. But we are a conversion-free zone. If you have converted your loft mm. into another room and living space this isn't about you. Yeah, well done. This We're is about the old you, school yeah. loft. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, I mean, one can only dream. Yeah. This is the lofty ambitions of which we speak. Yes. But we want to know about the loft. We want to know what's up there, full board, half board, just beams, fixed lighting. Is it a torch job? Have you ever fallen through the soft bit of the ceiling that your parents <laughs> warn you about? We hope safely, yeah. and preferably onto your mum and dad's bed or something oh, like that. Yeah. To, to break the fall would be lovely. So get in touch at 8, 12, 15. Um, and this is because... It took me many years and it was a rites of passage for my father to pass down to me um, the way in which, the routine that you take to get the loft ladder down uh, from the loft hatch. And it put me in mind of... Uh, and this has only happened recently on Netflix, but the OA dance oh, in yes. many ways because yeah, yeah. I would be given the pole which had a rubber stopper on one end and a hook on on the other, mm. <laughs> yeah. and so you go up rubber hook, then you let you lower it down slowly because otherwise the hatch is going to swing fast ah, into the yes. into the bathroom doorway. Sometimes you pull it out a little bit and then it smoothly mm. drops down,
2: yeah. down, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah
1: this yeah. is old school. So mm. slowly lower with one arm, then bang, spin it round, hook onto the bottom step of the ladder. Ladder comes down but only halfway. Bang, back to the rubber stopper in push the ladder what up release is... the latch then the ladder comes all the way down slide that little bit across wow. the middle that little metal bit and bang you're up the stairs
2: and then you wake up in another dimension <laughs> <laughs> and
5: there's
1: the this OA weird lady going. there surrounded by stars <laughs> yeah. saying stuff that I can't quite remember because I've binge watched four episodes back to back and I've had a bottle of wine <laughs> what's going on in the OA <laughs> somebody tell oh, me It's a crazy show that so uh, you know, I like that Matt you were bemoaning the fact you had to go into the loft just this I, weekend I never
2: have a, I never have a Loft ladder. I Never live the dream. I just the wooden hatch. I've, everywhere I go, every house I live in, i a wooden hatch guy. That's because you're not changing and that. I have to climb up on a step ladder, push the wooden hatch out, all the dust comes falling down oh. on you. And then up there, it's just loft insulating foam and cobwebs and it's dark and there's no lighting. I'm using my phone. Loft, it, the insulating foam is what freaks me out because in the 80s, everyone was told to not touch that stuff. There was don't a big it. scare campaign about don't go near loft insulation was foam. Was that
3: asbestos really? related?
2: No. No, I think it was fiberglass no. inside. I remember yeah. clearly on an episode of Grange Hill, Imelda had some shoved <laughs> down the back of her jumper, Ooh. and she had this big rash, and everyone's going, "Oh no, stay away from the loft insulation!" Yeah. foam. And I've touched Late. it in recent years, and it's fine. Snuffles. Yeah. There, there were two big
1: messages that came out of Grange Hill. There was don't do drugs yes. and don't touch loft insulation. <laughs> <laughs> just say that no, one yeah. of those is more important <laughs> than the other. <laughs> you imagine we could rework the "Just Say No" song, but about loft insulation. Oh, <laughs> just yeah. some kid about to touch <laughs> them. Right? Um,
0: no. no just
1: that, get away from it <laughs> um, so 8, 12, 15 we want to know about your loft stories Emma
3: Jones are you, are you a household with a loft? Well no I was just saying I feel like the people that had the loft ladder that was for rich people we just had a loft hatch and um, Just the hatch Just the hatch Just a hole Strictly in the hatch. ceiling Just a hole yeah, in the absolutely. ceiling and just had to um, the only way we got up there was by me getting on my dad's shoulders <laughs> Oh
1: wow
3: So it's very basic in our house
1: So if your dad wanted to get anything from the loft he'd have to wait till someone smaller than him came home
3: Yeah, <laughs> Only do it when the children are
0: home Hashtag <laughs> believe Has
1: he ever Seen in his own loft. I don't think so. Never seen it Are there wow. people out there that have not like seen that. their own lofts? Only their children's <laughs> eyes
0: have seen that long
1: fluorescent bulb finally
3: flickering to life. The
1: Dave Berry Breakfast Show
3: podcast. Absolute Radio.
1: We're dedicating a bit of the show to the humble loft. Lofty ambitions. There was a hallowed period during the early 1990s when we had a pool table in our loft.
0: Oh. Oh. Nice. Yeah,
1: Dad had put down all the wood and then we had had the kind of pool tables you could buy, the little six-foot by three-foot jobs, up there in the centre. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't really take any shots other than having your queue up here uh, because yeah. of the fact that obviously the ceiling slants oh, at yes, either, either course, side. Yeah, yeah. So if if the ball was at either end, ah, oh, it was fantastic. Mm, yeah. It was like watching Ronnie O'Sullivan. <laughs> but it's just anywhere down either side of the table that was the, uh, no the tricky bit. My, my, oh. my
4: parents have this with a pool table that they got it and then realised it didn't fit anywhere in the house at all. So we figured the only way we could just get the most out of it is it is pushed up against one wall and one side of the pool table is just out of bounds. So we can only find <laughs> On three sides. There's, no, there's one side you just can't access, which means whenever I then play pool in a pub, I'm like, Oh my god, I can
0: stretch out. So
4: liberating. Got this space I'm yeah. of around the green felt wonderland. <laughs> the reason
1: we moved the pool table, the snooker table, up into the loft was because originally, and I don't know why my dad did this. Uh, he went for a whole period in the nineties doing this. He basically saw the legs off everything. I think it was a storage solution. Oh, so well. then his his thinking was, we'll then just place the snooker table on top of the dining table. Uh, uh-huh. And unfortunately, the dining table was about four inches big all the way round, so none of the balls dropped into the pockets.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> they just, they
1: just l- lay there on some uh-huh. netting, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, which is why we moved it up into the <laughs> loft. Dave, I can't even put up a shelf, but next weekend I plan on boarding my loft to give up some storage in there from Sam in Durham. The
0: Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast.
3: Absolute
1: radio. I decided it was about time we dedicated a section of this live broadcast to the humble loft. Doesn't get enough talkability surrounding it, does it? We don't want loft conversions. You guys are living the dream. Turning it into your little second cinema room or your... Not second cinema room, that would be... You're not Puff Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Your eighth cinema room. What are you like? Your fourth gym. Your upstairs swimming pool. (laughs) And joining us right now in Manchester is Nina. Good morning, Nina.
5: Good morning.
1: Lovely having you on the show. So one of the things that we wanted to hear. You're right, Nina. (laughs) Someone tickling you.
5: Okay. (laughs) Whoever's
1: tickling you, tell them to stop.
5: It's just remembering it.
1: Oh, I love that. So we wanted to know if anyone kind of some mothers do Avam style had ever fallen through the loft (laughs) and preferably landed on a bed. And you are filling that quota for us, which is why you're chuckling away. Nina, tell everybody what happened that fateful
5: day. Um, went Went to my parents to pick up suitcases for... The holiday I was going on the next day, um, I was the loft person in my house. i have always got the Christmas decorations and suitcases. Oh, you're the loft day, person! I never thought there was, would. of course. The There's lo- a loft. Yeah, Emma Jones, that. you must be the loft person yes, in hello, your hello house. Yes, <laughs> person. <laughs> Nobody would ever go up there apart from me, and so I went up. But this day, for some reason, I decided not to stand on the beams. I kind of slipped and. First of all, my foot went through the ceiling and I thought, oh crap, my dad's going to go mad. And then the rest of me went through the ceiling along with my foot. I hit the banister and thought, oh no, I'll stop there. But then, no, I just carried on bouncing down every single stair to the floor of the hallway. To which my family in the living room just nobody got up, just left me in a pile of rubble and <laughs> laughed.
1: Wow, you're so <laughs> lucky, until, you're okay. Until
5: I realized, my mum eventually realized, God, she really has fallen through the ceiling because my sister said, Oh, I bet she's fallen through the ceiling. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, and Al Nina, she's and
1: fallen through the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> So then you're laying there, uh, your words, not mine, in a pile of rubble, and just for some classic some mothers do have them style stuff, which I was after, tell me then shortly afterwards the suitcase then just fell on you.
5: (laughs) Uh, No worse than that. The suitcase has come down before me, but while I was on holiday, I phoned home to say I was okay, and my mum told me that my dad wanted to pay for me for the repairs, wanted me to pay for them. Oh, Dad, no! Unbelievable behaviour! so I had to pay for the plaster to come
1: no. and read it. <laughs> <laughs> Nina, it's been such a charm having <laughs> you on the show. We're glad you're OK, and after that, you got to go on holiday. That's the main thing, and thank you for tuning into the show. <laughs> have a lovely Thanks day, a Nina. Take care thank now. Bye. Bye. Wow.
0: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right.
1: Good morning, it's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, home of this. Bye,
0: Brand. Absolute Radio.
1: Yes, five words, five grand. It's radio's easiest game to play, but the hardest one to win. An online one right now is James in Falkirk. Good morning to you, James. Good morning, this Welcome to the show, my man. How are you? How's your week starting? Is it all good? Yeah, i a bit off to and tomorrow. Oh, OK, lovely. Well, let's nice. try and win you £5,000, shall we? Because that would make a lovely couple of days off. Um, <laughs> before we spin the player generator... Is there a member of the team in an ideal world you would play alongside? And uh, give us a reason as to why.
5: I quite fancy Glenn.
1: You quite fancy Glenn? I quite fancy you as well. well. This is lovely. Um, and what's your reason for fancying Glenn? I've just got a
4: a good feeling about. I thought you were going to say tall.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like a gentleman in spectacles. What can I say? Um, Okay, James, let's spin that player generator, shall we?
3: Five words, five grand. Player generator.
0: Matt Dyson.
3: Emma
5: Jones. Glenn Moore. Free choice.
1: Matt Dyson.
4: Glenn. Free choice. Glenn. Free choice. Matt Dyson. Glenn Moore. Glenn Moore. Moore. (laughs) The all right.
1: happy couple, everybody. <laughs> there they are. OK, James, that's a really good start. Glenn, I'll ask you to pop on the sure. pink fluffy unicorn headphones so you can't hear any of James's answers. Uh, James, I'm going to give you five words. You say the first word that pops into your head. Then in a moment's time, we'll get Glenn's. If all five match, you win the £5,000. We wish you the best of luck. And your first word today is... Coffee. Tea. Band. Music. Music, we can hear a bit of music. I can hear <laughs> what Glenn's <laughs> <was it> listening <laughs> to. <Yeah>. Fun. <laughs> 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 okay. Next up, letter. Opener. Ooh, oh. straight in, no messing. Oh, so nice. Your penultimate word this morning is skinny. Fat. And finally, James, under. Over. Over. A strong set of answers, yes, confidently given. James, wait right there. The Dave Berry Breakfast your Podcast, Absolute Radio. Five words, five
0: grand. Absolute Radio.
1: James in Falkirk, the time has come. How are you feeling, sir? Uh, a little bit nervous. Still do down to Glenn, though. It's all down to Glenn <laughs> Thank now. Thank
4: you for reminding me.
1: What a <laughs> sentence.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Glenn, are you ready? Yeah, I am. OK. Good luck. Thank you. We begin this morning with the word coffee. coffee. Tea? Oh, yes. Correct. Oh, oh, oh. Correct, sir. <sighs> Next up, band aid. <sighs> Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry, James. <sighs> James went for music. Okay. OK, right. A kind of association. Right, more OK, than a I'll, think,
4: I'll have yeah. a think about that,
1: OK. We had an opposite for World 1, so uh, let's move on to World 3, shall we? We're playing for rep. Letter. Number. Opener. Letter OK, opener. OK, right. Skinny. Fat. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So you're on two at the moment. To so make it three out of five, Glenn... Under, Over.
4: It's three out yeah. of five, yes. Glenn. Yes. Bravo
1: okay. to you. Uh, James, it's been lovely having you Sorry on the show. James. Enjoy Thanks, the James. next couple of days off, and thank you for tuning in. I will do it. Cheers, dear. Thank you, Take Bye. care. Goodbye now. Cheers, James. Five words. Five
0: grand. Absolute radio. 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 The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast.
1: Absolute radio. And it is time for radio's biggest anger therapy session. And let it go something's grinding your gears getting on your wick maybe you're perplexed by why someone is behaving in a certain way it's making you all tense and there's that ball of anger in your tummy share with us and just oh let it go let it go matt dyson let it go
2: uh, you know that chip and pin machines in restaurants and pubs? Um, I just wish we could have some uniformity when it comes to adding gratuity. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I it keep, keeps happening to me at the moment. Like, oh, I, they hand me it with the amount I need to put in and go, oh, wait, can I add a tip to this? And they go, oh, oh no, oh, they have to cancel it. And then they go, here's the receipt. shows it's mm. been cancelled. Mm. And then some of them say do you want to add gratuity? And you go, great, I'll put it in then. Mm. But there's never any no. consistency. Of course, and I don't want to appear rude here, but
1: one of the reasons that you particularly might be confused by this is, I know for a fact you only started tipping last year.
2: <laughs> no, that's only, on, that's only on media lunches, darling. <laughs> <laughs> that's only on media. But I always, I mean, yeah, but I feel like... No, I, I totally get what you, mean, and you explain. suddenly tip someone £4,000 or something, and, and when, you've got to cancel it And when it again they have to put it in themselves, then you've got to tell them, are some of the magic is lost when you say, "Yeah, I'm Can you just put like ten
4: percent extra on? And yeah. then you. Tell That's a good way of wording in. it, though. Actually, as opposed to, "Can you put on fifty p?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but That's I 10%. feel like if you say no, as well, like if you press the no button on the card machine, yeah. you feel like they know where the no button is on the card yeah. machine, so they can see you saying yes. no. Whilst yeah. yeah. you remain eye contact with them.
2: I might be. I might have cash on me, and I might leave it on the table. Yeah. Don't I don't. Yeah. But you don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of mites in this yeah. story, aren't there? A lot of mites yeah. for our service industry folk. I, yeah, I want just want well, some 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 consistency on that, please. Also, well,
1: I think that's fair enough. Making me fair, angry. Something to let it go. I think, yeah. and also I like the fact that you you don't want to ruin the surprise. Like yeah. this is your tip. Boom! Drops the PDQ machine and walks out. Have eight pounds. Have eight pounds. Fifteen percent. My goodness. Um, well, keeping it within the food uh, industry, mm. my let it go this morning is um, damage has been done to the relationship I had with my uh, favourite curry house and it's irreparable and I know now there's no going back. Oh no. And I won't name the establishment. I used to name the establishment when I was bigging it up which I have done many times on the show. But, you know... Fool me once, fool me twice, or whatever that saying is. Yeah. Um, three times a lady, yeah. Three times a lady. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. And I said that to the manager. I said, fool me once, fool me twice, but three times a lady. And then I just left. <laughs> <laughs> but I know we can't go back. No. If you're going to be kept waiting for 40 minutes, Ooh. that's unfair. On top yeah. of an hour and a half waiting time, and you've said, well, don't oh. send the driver out, I'll go, and, I'll go and collect it. Then there's another 40 minutes. That's, this has already happened. But now, you know, I've experienced a different curry house where I was told this, I was told it was going to be 20 minutes later, and I got given a free Cobra beer and a little pickle tray.
2: Yes, exactly. Free
1: Cobra plus pickle tray equals world peace.
2: That's fine.
4: Mm. No-one can be angry in that situation. Without that... Not on. So, what you would have ordered anyway? That's yeah. the only thing you ever order is the pickle you, tray. Yeah, just, <laughs> I just
1: go in there for the Cobra beer. But there was nowhere to. For 40 minutes, I was stood in this really cramped restaurant and like I'm trying to move out of the way of the, the, the service staff doing their oh, job. Yeah. So, I'm like banging into people's oh, tables oh, no. and there's a little bit of my kind of jeans going in there jalaphrasing. Oh, over two hours the wait. It, it well, yeah, that's why I went to pick it outrageous. up, but I can't go back now. It's done, no, and no, I've just no. got to let it go. Well, there are other sad sad Indian sad. restaurants, I suppose. Yeah.
0: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast, Absolute Radio. Dave,
1: there's a petrol station in Rygate where the card machine asks if you want to pay a gratuity. Self-service pumps? What are you talking <laughs> about? Sam, currently at the petrol station in Rygate, and he's fuming. You shouldn't use your phone on the forecourt. I hope you're not Sam, asked. let it go. But, yeah, I mean, this is one of those... <laughs> well, this is well. one of those occurrences where you have to text into the show straight yeah, away. Well, A hopefully. self-service... Machine in a petrol station asking if you want to add a tip. Unbelievable. Let's all let that one go, shall we? Okay, this comes from Tori. She says The cinema, Avengers Endgame, one adult and one child, please, in Farnborough, £12. Sold out all day Saturday. Over in Camberley, lots of seats, same tickets, £24. I mean, why? Why, monkey, monkey, same, same cinema chain, and only five <laughs> miles apart. Oh, wow. I'm still wound up. Ah, yeah. why is let that? Let it go, Tori. Let it go. <laughs> yeah, someone will get in touch and let us know why that is. This morning, I will have to let it go of the fact that I had to go and buy milk after buying some yesterday because all of the males in my house can only make cereal to eat. (laughs) Let it go.
3: Let it go.
1: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast.
3: Absolute radio.
1: As we do every Monday morning, I like to provide a service for you all. And that service is called Let It Go. Let it go. Dave, all the big coffee shops, they ask your name... And when your drink's ready, they say one skinny caramel latte. <laughs> That's from Andy. I tell you, this has been a nightmare for for years. It's dogs and my little sister frappuccino. Oh uh, yeah, such a tough time. She
0: hates
1: it, yeah. <laughs> 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 Dave, I can't hold it in any longer. People who seem incapable of taking a spoonful of sugar without leaving behind a load of coffee granules just ruins it for us tea drinkers. Seriously, sort it out from tea drinker stew. Yeah, it goes stew. Dave another takeaway related let it go when ordering a new item from a trusted establishment it's not what you expected kung po chicken 83% vegetable 7% sauce 10% chicken 100% disappointment mm.
0: the dave berry breakfast show podcast absolute radio
1: we're letting it go oh yeah you guys have been getting in touch thank you for doing so we hope we've helped in some small way and now it is the turn of the team. Uh, Matt's already talked about his frustration at tipping on PDQ machines and the complex and convoluted ways in which they make us jump through yeah, hoops to do
2: so. Pretty damn slow, those PDQ machines. I've talked it? about the
1: irreparable relationship I now have with what was once one of my favourite Indian restaurants. For me once, for me twice, three times a lady. Yeah. Emma Jones, it's your turn.
3: Know-it-all tour guides who don't actually know anything.
4: Oh. oh. Specific. <laughs> yes. I was on the
3: bus the other day. You know I'm all about that bus life. And yeah. there was an Australian woman on there who had clearly lived in London for some time and she had a visitor over from Australia who she was showing all the sights to, but she was getting everything wrong. She was making it up. And I just, I had my headphones on so I was pretending I was listening to something else, but I was just listening to them the whole time and she couldn't point out where the London Eye was. We went past the Imperial War. Where the War, Queen lives, obviously. Where the Queen <laughs> lives. Yeah, yeah. We went past um, the Imperial War Museum and she was like, oh, we'll get to the museums in a bit and maybe we'll get off there. And I just wanted to be like, we've already gone past them. Yeah. You don't know there. anything?
1: <laughs> I don't know
3: a thing. She couldn't tell her what Somerset House was for.
1: Oh. I was to be fair, the... I couldn't either.
3: Well, ice skating yeah. rink.
2: Yeah. occasional so, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 outdoor yeah. cinema or gig. Yeah, that's not the main point of it, though, is it? Well. No. I think it was something naval, was it? Yeah. Well, let's not pull each other up on well, look, what we're letting go of. I've told you before, I Emmy, mean, you really shouldn't get an open-top bus home. <laughs> <laughs>
4: get a normal bus. <laughs> Hop on off office, yeah. then. Yeah.
1: Only 20 quid. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn. What would you like
4: to let go of today? Uh, Game of Thrones spoilers. Um, oh. It was only on at two in the morning. Give people a chance to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of people cheating, I have muted... I've spent so much of the morning muting individual wor- uh, like individual words of every character name I can think of. I've had to mute the word of... I'm barely getting any (laughs) tweets at all. And people are still posting either screenshots of major characters who have like died or maybe survived, so there's no way you can mute those, or they've popped up on my timeline because people have misspelt... Character names, oh, misspelled no. Game of Thrones. It's no. so, right. So you've ruined the show, it. and you're an oh. idiot. They've misspelled Put it close <laughs> enough so you can <laughs> still tell yeah. what you're talking about. But also, like, don't just give it a few hours before. If you're so keen to tell people what happens in Game of Thrones, then you should have worked on the show as a writer. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. Weird. Could you that's... just not go on social media? That's
4: not an option. No, that's not. Of course, it's not <laughs> <laughs> stupid, David. Um,
1: <laughs> in fact, whilst talking about this, we had a few messages through to the show, and producer Mark has been plot spoiled.
2: Livid,
1: absolutely livid. But you said, because I I don't know, but you you said, I don't know if I want to see that anyway.
2: Yeah,
1: Uh, sounds pretty pretty gruesome.
4: Oh, right, okay.
1: So there's something gruesome's (laughs) happening on Game of Thrones, Glenn. I thought it was going to be nice. Dave Berry Breakfast
0: Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's
1: the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. (laughs) For a couple of hours ago, we decided just spontaneously that we thought it was about time we dedicated some of the show to talking about lofts. We wanted to hear about your lofty ambitions. What's going on in that loft of yeah. yours? We were hoping to get some stories of people who have fallen through the ceiling mm. um, because they've gone onto that bit where you can never go onto where it hasn't been boarded correctly, oh, yeah. and you've come through. And joining us right over. now uh, is Chris in Telford, and Chris wanting to warn us all that this is not for the squeamish. Good morning to you, Chris. Good morning, Dave. How are you doing? Very well, my friend. Thanks for talking to us. How are you doing today?
0: I'm staying, yeah. Well, for a
1: Monday morning. For a Monday morning, I know how you feel. So, your story starts with, you lived in the loft when
4: you were a kid. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Well, <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah. My uh, dad boarded out the loft, because there was four of us in a three-bed house. I had a sister. He thought it was a good idea to board the loft out. So. We and were you, is, were you the eldest? Is that why you had to go up in the loft, in the or oldest? was it something
1: you wanted to do? I was the oldest, and it was a good... Well, it was a good idea at the time. Yeah, because I mean, I know, I know technically in reality it's just a boarded-out loft, but in your mind it's the yeah. penthouse suite. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, it was, oh, and it was great. He'd been
5: all texted and everything. He the boarded a lot. Oh, well it's done, Dad.
0: Comfortable anything surroundings. Anything. It was, yeah. The only thing it didn't have was a window.
1: (laughs) 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 And electricity, (laughs) and apart from that, apart from electrics and and lighting. um, Oh, no, no. It had the electrics. Everything was bang on. Because it was a council council house, it couldn't have a window in it. Right, okay, that's fair enough. skylight, yeah. Getting around the regulations there, it's very smart. So, Chris, you you lived in there and you were so comfortable there, and from what you've just said, I can understand why. It sounds like a palace, but you didn't use a ladder anymore to come back down to join the
4: rest of the family.
1: You you would just let yourself drop from the hole in the ceiling
4: we all did me and my brothers we all did the exact same thing until
1: there, until Chris one fateful day something happened that would change your world forever tell everyone what happened
4: yeah. well the one day I, I did the usual dropped down on the landing on the landing spared a lot and my mum for once in her life she'd been tidied up she wasn't the best at tidying at the best of times she just happened to leave the hoover out and the plug sat perfectly upside down with the three pins sticking up. Oh
2: my goodness.
4: And I came full height straight onto it. Oh! oh wow. Straight to the bottom of my foot. Oh.
1: That, so the plug was upturned in the drop zone. Is that what you're telling us? In the drop up, zone. Upturned in the drop zone.
5: No <laughs> way. I couldn't have, it couldn't have been any perfectly placed if she tried.
1: Oh. Um, Chris, thank you for coming on and telling us your story. We really do appreciate it. And thank you for tuning okay, in. Mate. Have a wonderful rest of the week. Give it up for Chris, everybody. What a lovely Quite time. Nice, Come and hear any of that. <laughs> lovely stuff.
0: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right.
1: It is time for the Daily Smash inspired by a big news story that dropped late last week but we had so much going on on the show we didn't have time to tackle it but fascinating stuff that Rami Malek uh, most recently famous for playing Freddie Mercury in the Bohemian Rhapsody movie and doing a fine job of it in my opinion has been cast as a new Bond villain yes apparently he's going to be eerie he's going to be creepy I can see it working so that was one piece of big news when they did a big press release. Barbara Broccoli, uh, Bond Supreme, also came out and confirmed that it was a lie that the movie was going to be called Shatter Fist. Thank goodness for that. Which I'm really pleased about. I mean, Barbara knows what she's doing, of course, but I don't know whether it was going to be called Shatter Fist yeah. or Shatter Hand, yeah. whichever one it is, which is a reference from one of the original books. Yeah. And then someone just said Barbara. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm saying, So they've backtracked, said <laughs> yeah. so it got leaked by mistake. So anyway, it won't be called Shatterfist, but Rami Malek will be the Bond villain, of course, fresh from playing Freddie Mercury. So the Daily Smash is Bond, anything to do with James Bond, the books or the films, and the band Queen. And to say that we've made a rod for our own back with this one <laughs> is an understatement. We've all struggled. It's it's so hard. Uh, 8, 12, 15, these are ones from around the room. I've got Scaramanga, Scaramanga, will you do the Fandango, Thunderball of Lightning, very, very frightening, M. Wow. <laughs> oh, nice. Well done. Triple That's threat. Triple.
2: Amazing. <laughs> Matt Dyson? Well, I've only got I've only got two. Um, who Wants Diamonds to Live Forever? And uh, Brian... <laughs> that was one I was working <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, didn't yeah. Well well, you looked at my workings two, and stole them. I took your workings and tried to make some <laughs> even. I didn't even
3: know.
1: <laughs>
2: And the other good one that I've got is uh, Brian Other May. Oh,
3: that's what i got! Oh no! No way! <laughs> oh, wow. oh, that's so good! That's a great one! Good, isn't it, Glenn? Yeah!
1: Wow. <sighs> Glenn's down by 50% now on your suggestions, aren't you? Mm. Uh, Emma Jones, what you got?
3: I'm none of mine are as good as that. I got so Who good. Wants to Live and Let Die Forever
2: yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. a view to a killer
3: queen oh, yes. Yes. Good. and then I've got um, a singing one as well I'm not sure how this is going to work
1: right. let me lower the background music for you
3: <clears throat> he's just a poor boy from a poor family spare him his life from this octopusy. Hey. oh yes.
2: yes very good Bravo.
1: High. this is very good so Glenn what you got
4: Tie Your Mother Day. Uh, yes, um, yes, yes. And Gunpowder Gelatin Dynamite with a Lazenby. <laughs> oh,
1: you got a Lazenby. No points for George Lazenby, mentioned. Oh,
0: excellent. Absolutely. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Doctor, no,
1: no, 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 no. Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia. Some dead embarking. <laughs> <in> <laughs> Spy Who Loved May. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, on yes. Twitter. very good. If you're just joining us, uh, we're smashing together the worlds of Anything Do We Bond and the band Queen as uh, Rami Melek, famous for playing Freddie Mercury in the recent movie Bohemian Rhapsody, is going to be the new Bond villain. Uh, 007 Seas of Rye. From Tony uh, yes. That's
2: very good. Coming through a lot, that one.
1: Dave, what about Golden Eye Want to Break Free from Matthew? On Twitter. It's very good. We Will Rock Q.
2: Oh, <laughs> Well done, Sam! Excellent, very good. Mate, so you got any simple over there? yet so effective. Uh, Bernard Pressman on Twitter has gone for "From Russia with a good old-fashioned lover boy." Uh, Guy Howard <laughs> suggests "Lazenby on a sunny afternoon," and it's uh, a wa- kink song, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, it is. "Lazenby on a Sunday afternoon." It's a kink song. Discount it. And, and, uh, <laughs> what are you thinking? Excellent one here from Barbecue Life UK. I'm Roger Moore. I'm Roger Moore. I'm Roger Moore.
4: I'm James Bond now. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, man. (laughs) I I, 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 can. I just. I've just looked it up. Uh, Issue a correction and an apology. Lazing on a Sunday afternoon is from the album *A Night at the Opera* by Queen. Oh wow! Mm. There you go. Of course
2: it
1: is, Glenn. Yeah. Oh, Glenn, that's typical you, isn't it? All right. Just wanted (laughs) to Denying Guy Howard like that and then coming back in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well done, Glenn. The Very Breakfast Show podcast.
1: Absolute. Radio. Farewell. Goodbye. Arrivederci. Thanks for being here on a Monday. Your support is, well, it's really well received. Greatly appreciated. Uh, and if you want to relive what's been a fine show, a great start to the week, you can do by downloading the daily podcast. It's available from all the usual places. And these are the options for its title. It shall either be named Roaming Around the Greenfelt Wonderland This was tales of the time I had a snooker table in the loft at home at Uh, Mum and Dad's. Or Fool Me Once, Fool Me Twice, Three Times a Lady. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're going to call it that because that there is co-hosting at his very best. (laughs) Because I was trying to say how I've had to have a conscious uncoupling from one of my favourite curry houses. Mm. And I said, Fool Me Once. And then Matt Dyson looked up and thought, Dave's not going to remember this saying, is he? So I went, Fool Me Twice. Which isn't the saying at all. And then Matt yeah. just came in and went three times a lady
2: and rescued the whole sorry situation. And as you mentioned, George Bush had a similar slip-up, didn't he? George W. Bush, many years ago. You didn't want
1: me to come over all George W. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's <laughs> and that's good of you, Matt. Yeah. Thank you. So feel free to download the podcast, for Me Once, for Me Twice, Three Times a Lady, and we'll be back tomorrow, 6am.
0: He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again.